whatsoever that Saddam is seeking and is working and is advancing towards the development of nuclear weapons. No question whatsoever. If you yeah. Yeah, Chris. Oh, I thought you were about to no, say I, something. No, I, I was just going to say that what he said there in that clip about some in the will, it, he's, he's quoting almost he's, – he's saying exactly what Issa Harrell said in 1979 to uh, Michael Evans, mm-hmm. this uh, TV evangelist, uh, Zionist TV evangelist, where, where Issa Harrell, the former head of the Mossad, the founding father of the Mossad, said exactly that thing, that, that the, the terrorists have the power, have the will but not the power, and vice versa. We have the will, but not the power. Um, and, and, and so the, the, that's exactly the refrain that they were playing with for 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. that they had to get the United States into the Middle East to wage war for Israel. This, was, this is the, what they had to accomplish. And they spent the whole 19, decade of the 80s and the 90s trying to do this. Mm-hmm. And finally, with 9-11, they realized their goal. Yep. They lo- they loved it, and then how he says um, that for sure they're going to have weapons of mass destruction. That was a lie. We got the intel from them, according to Fox News. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, but they had nothing to sure. do with it, according to Cheney. And then and then this one. If you take out Saddam, Saddam's regime, I guarantee you that it will have enormous positive reverberations. Oh shoot! Pro- positive reverb. Positive reverberations on the region. Benjamin Netanyahu. Okay, there we go. So how about that? Compared yeah. to this in the movie. Yeah. We went to the wall. Israel is one of the closest allies. They, they said an invasion of Iraq would destabilize the region, sir. And they, they don't believe Saddam is an immediate threat. There's the lie, man. I don't have to yep. do anything else. That's it. That's the lie. And, and like I said, it's, they're, they're trying to whitewash, you know, for the public. Israel's role in in the in this huge war crime, this disastrous war. I mean, the war in Iraq has been an unmitigated disaster, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a crime, and that's what really matters. It said, like I said, you know, eventually we will see some justice, and and that justice is against the people who conspired and waged the war of aggression, and and the Israelis are completely involved with that crime. Not to mention the debt, the war debt, and all the suicides, and, and the millions of Iraqis and people in the Middle East, and the, all the ill-gotten gains of the war profiteers. It's been yeah. such a tragedy of, of my lifetime. Yeah, and, 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 and you know the Rothschilds are, are a big part of this because, as I said, the, the, when, when the war is, is, is costing American taxpayers trillions of dollars, all that money is borrowed from banksters like the Rothschilds mm-hmm. and they benefit they benefit also because they they own these companies that produce a lot of the weapons like BAE what have you they're they're huge stockholders of these companies and so they win on both sides they, they win on you know all sides of the war and and like I said Israel is their Israel is their attack dog mm-hmm. Israel is their puppet their not attack to dog. mention that rabbis were asking the Rothschilds to buy up the Temple Mount to rebuild the temple a hundred years before Israel was founded and then the Balfour Declaration right. and the first settlements and Rothschild Boulevard and on the shekels and the Supreme Court right. and uh, breaking up. They basically took Palestine, destroyed everybody around them, and now they want to emerge as a world power with advanced technology and fulfill all these prophecies with their Zionist uh, president in the White House. Right, right. And they're they're making they're making. I mean, they're taking big strides right now. Um, you know, with this, like like if, if Netanyahu, if God forbid, but if Netanyahu gets reelected. I think he um, will. on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then, he, then he said he's going to annex the uh, the West Bank. At least he annex all the Israeli settlements on the West Bank. 
this will be, uh, you know, a real disaster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then who benefited as well? Here's uh, Democracy Now! talking about who benefited. Benjamin Netanyahu has publicly said the September 11th attacks have been good for Israel. Netanyahu said, quote, we're benefiting from one thing, and that is the attack on the Twin Towers and Pentagon and the American struggle in Iraq. Right. And then Harit, six weeks before the terrorist attack, Larry Silverstein, Silverstein leased the Twin Towers, and the two prime ministers, Netanyahu, were friends with him. Ehud Barak, Silverstein had offered a job in the past as a, rep, as a representative in Israel. That's a pretty big job. They talked mm-hmm. after the, the disaster, and then close ties with Netanyahu. For years, they made weekly phone calls every Sunday, him, Netanyahu right. and the owner of the three buildings that came down. I mean, come on. Right. Coincidence, right. cherry picking coincidence, right. or is this just a huge elephant in the room that's right in front of our faces? It's yeah. Well, understanding understanding who's behind nine eleven mm-hmm. and is the Zionist role in nine eleven, and that it brought them what they wanted, the war on terror, which we have now today for eighteen years. This is you know you draw these connections, you can see that that the only people who benefit from this whole thing are the Israelis mm-hmm. and the Rothschilds. So it's it's a whole it's the whole thing is is a is a, a Zionist war that we've been snookered into fighting, and you know it, I just wish that American people would would wake up and realize um, how we've been tricked, so we can you know uh, get out of the situation and and arrest the people who are who were involved in 9/11 and 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 the treason of taking us to war in the Middle East. Right, and then here's another clip. Here's. Um... Which one Unlike America. Oh yeah. Now, now here's Netanyahu basically bragging that uh, America. Oh, and somebody sent me a video the other day. It was years ago with Bush. Netanyahu was visiting an aircraft carrier, and he said, "Let's yeah. go see my aircraft carrier." That's what he said. <laughs> hmm. Is that so? Here's a uh, um, Bill Mayer with Netanyahu. Unlike America, uh, Israel seems to be able to fight wars very quickly. What is your secret? Because we don't seem to have the hang of that. The secret is that we have America. So there he goes. We have America. And then there's this secretly secret recording where they go, but Netanyahu, how come you're conquering again? People are going to say that. And then he says that America is easily moved in the right direction and that it's absurd. Uh, 80% of Americans support us. It's absurd. And he go, comes and gets all the standing ovations like he's the king of the world or something. He sits mm-hmm. up at the UN and scowls everybody that, that they're uh, you know ta- working with Iran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also he's a huge he's a huge liar. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's a liar and a psychopath. He's a very dangerous person. And and you know he's you know with with people like that running the state of Israel. Israel is in, not in a very safe place because mm-hmm. this this the guy's a warmonger and he'll do anything to stay in power. Mm-hmm. So, and explain you know, one more uh, time the people that are connected yeah. to this movie, Brad Pitt, Arnon Milkon. Yeah, well, in the, in the, the film uh, Vice, mm-hmm. the book, the movie about Dick Cheney, Annapurna Productions, Annapurna Films is the the, the name that comes up in the very beginning. That's uh, uh, the daughter of Larry Ellison of Oracle. Um, he's very pro-Israel. He's very pro-IDF. Uh, you know, pro, very pro-military, um, Israeli military guy, Larry Ellison. I think he's the fourth richest guy in America, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter owns Annapurna Films, and and the the other producer is Brad Pitt's company. Brad Pitt with a couple other people. Um, 
And and Brad Pitt has always been uh, very close to Arnon Milkon. He's made a lot of movies with uh, Angelina Jolie and and Brad Pitt have worked for Arnon Milkon, Milkon for a long time. They're they're very close to him. So it's it's the the people who made this film are obviously very pro-Israel. The the production people and they they want to make sure that that line gets in there. Condoleezza Rice says that because that's like uh, you know whitewashing the Israelis um, from this catastrophe of the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. You know, we did other videos in the past about breaking down uh, Nick Kroll's propaganda that was on Netflix. Netflix has tons of this 9-11 propaganda, and this is just another example of how they're trying to inject these anti-9-11 truth messages in entertainment. Yet another one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let's uh, read these super chats and then wrap it up so it doesn't get too okay. long. We're almost to an hour. We have uh, Bridge Burner Bear. Keep up the amazing work, Adam. This information really needs to get out there. Yes, it does. You know, I think somebody sent me or a message about Vice when it was in theaters saying that there was a Israel propaganda in it. So I just waited for mm-hmm. it to come out on uh, Redbox. Mahdi Abdullah says, thank you for sharing this truth. Thank you for the support. Uh, it, next one, not reading that one. Uh, Drone Wolf, thanks for the support again, Drone Wolf. Israel did 9-11, says, keep up the good work, Adam. Great guest. Yes, thanks so much for joining me, Chris. It says, uh, I couldn't have done this without you. Heeb's got, not to mention that your book woke me up to so much of this stuff out of my uh, InfoWars brainwashing Mm -hmm. or disinfo. Uh, Okay, not reading that one either. Great work. No, not reading that one. Free Palestine. I just want to thank you for being able to articulate so many things that I have recognized weren't right in politics but haven't quite been able to connect the dots. Well, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying. And Bobby USA, no message, but thanks for the support. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any final words, we got a, a minute and a half before uh, an hour. We'll keep it under an hour to try to please the algorithms. Uh, everybody, go follow uh, Chris on Facebook and and the website on uh, is bolin.com. That's right. For the and, articles and mm-hmm. and yeah, this little book on the war on terror is um, available. Um, you know, through me or through through Amazon, whatever. Um, it's a very good read. It's a very short book, but it it, it really lays out the connection between the nine uh, eleven and the war on terror, what we're in now today. And you know, we have people, we have to understand how we got to the situation we're in right now, and who's behind it, and what the war is all about. If we want to get our, our if we want to get out of it, and we have to get out of it. We 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 have to. And, and Mr. Trump, President Trump, is not doing it. So it's very important that people understand who are the real powers behind the war on terror. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way we can, we can end this, this madness. Well, it's all the people. It's Trump and all the people around him. And, right. and again, the book, The War on Terror, was a bestseller on terrorism on Amazon. It's, a, it's a, not a big book. It's simple and easy to understand. And just, you know, the basics of, of who is behind the war on terror. It's not really hard when you just actually take an objective look into it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and that's the thing is that, like, this movie's trying to whitewash Israeli history. If people understand Israeli and Zionist history, they'll understand that Israel is not our friend. Mm-hmm. Zionism is not something that Americans should be supporting. It's an it's a, a aggressive, violent, racist movement. Absolutely. Okay, Chris. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, thanks for helping me break down this propaganda. We'll have to do another talk soon, possibly after the election. See how that goes. I'm sure there, we're gonna ha- with the peace plan. There's gonna be a lot of uh, 
a lot of this topic in the news the next month, a uh, couple months, right. I would believe, like it has been right. the last few months. Well, thank you, Adam. It's been a pleasure being with you. Okay. All right, guys. All that's all best. for now. I'm sorry, Chris. All the best. Thank all you. All the best. Okay. That's all for now, guys. Adam Green with no more news. Stay tuned for more videos coming soon. Okay. I thought that was amazing. I mean, there was so much information in that. It it really blew me away. And I, like many others, had concluded a long time ago that behind all of this is the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds and the, their banking cartel took over this country, as a lot of people already know, with the passage of the Federal Reserve Act, which has been around for more than a century. Um, interesting that he's talking about this war on terror that is ever ongoing, but Chris, Christopher Bolin, magnificent researcher that he is, did not run across this concept of the permanent state of national emergency. I've talked about this many times. I've talked about it so much, um, most listeners are, should be absolutely aware of Senate Report 93-549 that was completed and distributed to all of Congress by the Senate in 1973. I spoke with an attorney friend of mine recently and asked her, are you familiar with uh, the permanent state of national emergency? Because she, of course, still believed we have a Bill of Rights and the Constitution is the law of the land. And um, she said she wasn't taught anything about the state of national emergency in law school. Every lawyer I have spoken with knows nothing about the permanent state of national emergency that has been ongoing since 1933. The war on terror, however, is unique. I'm going to read you um, an excerpt, which I, I have in the past, but it's worth listening to again. It's worth looking at again. And this came from a blog site called Lawfare. And the title of the article, and I'll put up a link, it was uh, published on December 8th, 2000, 2017. And the title of the article is Emergencies Without End, a primer on federal states of emergency. Now there's one, two paragraphs here that I think are particularly, particularly applicable. Quote, on December 16th, 1950, President Harry S. Truman declared a state of emergency in response to Korean hostilities. But the emergency didn't end with the war. By 1972, it was still in effect and being used to wage war in Vietnam. So the U.S. Senate convened a special committee to investigate. The committee discovered three other active emergencies, each of which independently gave the president access to the entire set of emergency powers. According to the committee's 1973 report, the crisis provisions together, quote, conferred enough authority to rule the country without reference to normal constitutional process, unquote. In 1976, Congress attempted to pull back the president's emergency powers by enacting the National Emergencies Act. 
First, the act revoked two years after its enactment any powers granted to the president under the four states of emergency still active at the time. Next, it prescribed procedures for invoking these powers in the future. No longer can a president give force to the hundreds of emergency provisions by mere proclamation. Instead, he must specifically declare a national emergency in accordance with the act and identify the statutory basis for each emergency power he intends to use. Each state of emergency is to end automatically one year after its declaration unless the president publishes a notice of renewal in the Federal Register within 90 days of the termination date and notifies Congress of the renewal. Finally, the Act requires that each House of Congress meets every six months to consider a vote to end the state of emergency. Not once has Congress met to consider such a vote. So when Christopher Bolin brings up that Netanyahu and his cohorts met in 1977, okay, remember, this was enacted in 76, and there was a two-year delay in its implementation. So by 1977, the Rothschild-Israeli complex, who had been using the White House and the, their control of the president to do all kinds of mischief, get in all kinds of wars under this authority that stemmed back to 1933 from the permanent state of national emergency, right? But it was ongoing. There was no restrictions. And in 1975-76, they passed the National Emergencies Act, and all of a sudden Congress put restrictions for the first time since 1933 on the, this presidential power for the state of national emergency. It is no accident, in my opinion, that the same people that benefited from the original <laughs> state of national emergency declared and authorized in 1933, which were the bankers, the international bankers, the same people who benefited for all those years had to come up with a new strategy to keep this emergency power and their control of the White House in place. So it didn't surprise me at all when Christopher Bullen said they conjured up the concept of a war on terrorism. And they conjured that up in 77. They started implementing plans. They started actually drafting plans how they were going to do this, how they were going to execute this permanent state of emergency. They had to have something that could justify a renewal every year. They couldn't have a Pearl Harbor every year. Okay, they couldn't have a World War One every year or World War Two every year. They couldn't have a Vietnam every year. So they had to come up with another plan, and they did. Okay, we'll be right back. Stay tuned.
Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. It really does work like the review says it does. I cannot believe that after the first few days, I didn't feel as sluggish or clogged up. It has had a profound impact on my physical, emotional well-being. I'm skeptical as most people about products and their claims, and I never write reviews. But this is a wonderful product, and I recommend it to everyone. Great product. It has brought my blood pressure from the mid-150s over the 80s to the mid-130s over mid-80s. Along with diet and exercise in just the past couple of months. Excellent. Thank you, David. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Welcome back. You're listening to In Defense of Humanity. And tonight we have been um, listening to an interview that Adam Green of No More News did with Christopher Bolin, author, researcher, brilliant man, on um, the new movie that was released uh, probably last year called Vice about Dick Cheney. And it is indeed a propaganda piece. Actually, I wasn't aware until Christopher Bolin track down all these connections that Brad Pitt um, is really, really 
integrated into this network of criminals, okay, and propagandists. But back to this article, Emergencies Without End, um, I wanted to read one more paragraph, A National Emergencies Today. The author, who was incidentally was a law student when she wrote this, but this is absolutely accurate, the National Emergencies Act was only partially successful. Presidents declared national emergencies now do so pursuant to the act, and they do indeed specify the emergency powers they intend to use. Example, President George W. Bush's September 14, 2001 emergency proclamation. But insofar as the act was intended to put a stop to the perpetual emergency state, it failed. Not only does Congress not meet to consider invalidation votes, but presidents routinely renew the emergencies, sidestepping the automatic termination provision. Since George Bush initiated the original War on Terror national emergency on September 14, 2001, that national emergency has been renewed every year by the president that is in the White House, including Trump and Obama, every year without exception. Okay? 2018 was the last renewal, and it will, I'm sure, come up again in 2019. They keep these unconstitutional powers in place and have found a way to do so to wage war, um, exert pressure on other countries via sanctions since 1933. And again, the original emergency in 1933 was when the Federal Reserve banksters had offshored all the gold. The people were in the midst of the Great Depression. They were going to the banks to get their gold, which wasn't there. The Federal Reserve banksters convinced President Roosevelt that the people were hoarding gold, and it was a threat to the national emergency. It was a threat to the country. That's when they had the banking holiday. That's when they proclaimed the people of the United States must turn in their gold or face a $10,000 fine. All of this is in the congressional record. Um, much of it was reported by Lewis McFadden, and you can read what he had to say, what he witnessed. He was, at the time, Lewis McFadden was like a Ron Paul at the time. He was on the Banking Commission, and he was paying close attention to the criminality that was ongoing and had been ongoing since the passage of the Federal Reserve Act. On my website, you will you can get a copy of that piece of work that was put together to share with the world the congressional record entries by Lewis McFadden, and it's called uh, Lewis McFadden, an Astounding Exposure. Okay? I'll put a link to it uh, on the IDH program links page, so if you haven't read it, you can read it. Again, right from the congressional record. So, unfortunately, Christopher Bolin is absolutely unaware of Senate Report 93549, as most people are unaware. 
he realizes that the state of national, the war on terrorism has kept this country in this horrific situation, fighting wars we have no business to be fighting, going and attacking nations that are no threat to us. He absolutely is right about that. He doesn't really understand that the same people who are behind it today, the Rothschilds and the central banking cartel that they are in charge of, the same parties that are behind the war on terrorism, were behind the Great Depression, and were the ones who were instrumental in getting the initial initial Emergency Powers Act passed in 1933. Same people. And if you doubt the history, please, it's on my website on the source document page. Scroll down and click on Senate Report 93549 that this author mentioned. She didn't give it a name. She only referred it to it as the committee's 1973 report and that's the report that she's talking about anybody can read it it's not hard to understand and it will open your eyes to what they're calling the United States government has become stay tuned we'll be back shortly and we'll take You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. Aroutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, 
We can get it at aroutfitting.com. Did you know that neither the American Medical Association nor the American Bar Association were established to benefit the American people? Have you recognized that in our country, health care has little to do with health and that our court system has nothing to do with justice? The priests of both medicine and law have been incentivized to implement a dark agenda on behalf of the Bilderbergers and their ilk. To protect ourselves and our progeny, we need to take a much closer look at how these two giant industries really work. Join me, Al Whitney, on In Defense of Humanity, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Central, as we expose the matrix and learn how not to consent to our own destruction. Final segment of this evening's program in defense of humanity. I am Al Whitney, and we've been talking about the documentary Vice about Dick Cheney uh, and and the fact that it's nothing but a propaganda piece. Um, I had no idea that Brad Pitt was part of this propaganda piece, but apparently, according to Christopher Bolin, he is absolutely a part of it. <coughs> And it brings again, which we've been talking about forever, the fact that the government is of the United States is run by a, a criminal cabal that is taking control of our country through its economic control. I was very pleased to see, to hear Christopher Bolin mention again that all of these wars that the United States enter into uh, profit the banksters and keep the United States in perpetual debt. That has been the Rothschild strategy since the very beginning to loan money out for wars, make a lot of money, fund both sides of the wars, and um, basically wars are all bank all wars are bankers' wars, as Michael Rivero revealed when he did that show called All Wars Are Bankers' Wars. You can see that by doing a search. Uh, if you haven't heard that one, Michael Rivero did a great job. It's it's a good piece of research exposing that fact all wars are bankers wars so we're in this permanent state of national emergency the war on terrorism Christopher Bolin covers so much of it I really appreciate that but there's so much more to cover the Real ID Act if you look at the Real ID Act that Congress passed you will you will look at the justification that they used why do we need a federal ID the Real ID Act was justified, unquote, quote, unquote, uh, as a response to terrorism. 
to help the government locate terrorists. Um, they have sold all of the surveillance equipment because of terrorism and the war on terror. We've got cameras on the corner everywhere on buildings. I mean, you can't go anywhere that you're not being surveilled. The top 10 surveillance companies in the world today are Israeli companies. They have found more ways to sell products, control the population, and make a fortune using the excuse of 9-11 and the war on terror. It's astounding. And there seems to be nobody in Washington who's willing to talk about it. There seems to be very few people who are willing to put the puzzle together and get and understand that the same group, a small group of criminals headed by the Rothschild dynasty, hiding behind the Jews, hiding behind Zionism, have been in play in the United States um, in an ever-escalating destructive methodology, using destructive methodology to control us, gain access to all resources in our country, including human resources. And this has been ongoing at least since the passage of the Federal Reserve Act in 1913. And many people who look closely at history have revealed that it started much before then. I don't talk much about what happened before 1913 because we're talking volumes of history. I mean, it would take a long time to go through that. If we ever get out from under this conundrum, if we ever put an end to this permanent state of national emergency and return to the Constitution, <clears throat> I mean, there's going to be a lot of work for honest historians to do to research what has happened to this country since its founding because it has been used and abused by a small cartel of banksters from the very beginning actually uh, the Illuminati was formed I believe in, 19, in 1776 the same year as the Declaration of Independence okay um we're taking calls. If anyone would like to call in, um, the number is 800-313-9443. 800-313-9443. We have someone from, hold on, Nevada. Are you there? Yeah, it's Dave, Dave from Nevada. Yes, Dave from Nevada. I'm sorry, I yeah. had a pop-up on my screen and I couldn't see it. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, there was another guy that was kind of famous around the same time that you're talking about, Louis T. McFadden, that um, there was a Catholic priest, you probably heard about him, uh, Father Coughlin. No, um, I have not. Was... Oh, you haven't? No. Uh, okay. Um, just his, you can, If you want uh, his last name... Um, it's spelled C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N, uh, Father Coughlin. Um, it's, he's pretty famous for, he actually had these fireside chats over the radio, and they're very, they're extremely popular. Um, and he was actually, uh, <clears throat> he was actually kind of, um, he was getting too popular. So, uh, um, what's his face, uh, Roosevelt, along with, um, 
Joseph Kennedy partnered up and had a uh, had a, a little talk with Father Coughlin, and so they kind of shut down his radio show. I mean, he, wow. because he um, he explicitly pointed out the Federal Reserve um, on his radio show. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, it's kind of interesting because the Kennedys were Catholic, so you can yeah. imagine like uh, uh, someone someone coming up to a priest and saying, telling him what to do and say. Um, uh, so <clears throat> I kind of I kind of wonder what exactly I, I I kind of wonder what what kind of ties the Kennedys had with the Federal Reserve System, but that that's kind of um, um, that's more of a speculative thing. I think there are the, people who've done research on that, but I'm not familiar with it. On Joseph Kennedy, somehow I I recall him being part of, um, I don't know, the alcohol, you know, illegal alcohol. I don't know that he made his money. Oh yeah, he um he peddled he peddled prostitution and um and uh, and booze. Um, okay. So that's how, yeah, so that's how they made their money, and then that's how they were able to back uh, John Kennedy as as president. Okay. Um, and yeah. so, basically, I, I think what happened was uh, John Kennedy was not, he was very aware of the Federal Reserve System, and he kind of, um, and he was probably aware of what his dad was doing, and he, and he wanted to turn things around. And that's my, yeah, <clears throat> and um, so he just, um, um, he kind of, I think he just went against his, his, uh, Probably his father's wishes, or uh, I, th- I think it's why it was really ingrained in the banking system, is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Um, but uh, uh, the the idea of constitutional money it's it's interesting because people talk about um, gold and silver certificates uh, being sound money, the the paper certificates. Yeah. But I, I I believe that's kind of um it's it's a bit of a distraction because the the original idea of constitutional money was supposed to be um, not printed it was supposed to be minted in other words the the what we should what you what we should be ideally carrying in our pockets is is gold and or silver that's actual yeah. constitutional money and the reason why I'm saying this is because I think what what they're what they were saying was that. In order for money to have actual real value, it has to it, it has to be the thing itself. It has to have actual weight. In other words, it can't be a note saying that this is a note representing gold. It has to be the gold itself, and that's what true money is. Because saying, well, if it's a gold treasury note, that makes it a sound currency. Well, how how are you going to be able to actually audit the exact amount of gold? That's in the banking system when you just have a simple note or a promise to pay that amount. You can't. Well, that's a that that's a whole nother can of worms. I've heard a lot of discussion about. Um, but I appreciate knowing about that priest who was uh, apparently awake and aware, trying to tell the public about the Federal Reserve way back when, and they shut him down. Interesting. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Uh- Father Coughlin. Yeah, you can you can just Google his name. You'll you'll read all about him. There's um he was very he, you know, he was getting very huge in in America, and they had to they had to stop that. And people were much more if if you look at America back in those days, people were much more educated and it was much more of a homogenous society. So they would understand America at that time would have understood what was going on, as opposed to now. 
it would be very difficult to explain things to people. I mean, I talk to people that are relatively educated and stuff. Even they have a hard time understanding what's going on. Let well, alone... Go ahead. A lot of people don't realize the Council on Foreign Relations started in, like, 1921. And the whole oh, yeah. concept was yeah. to actually take control of the media, which was primarily newspapers and radio at the time, to ensure the public was not aware of the scam called the Federal Reserve. I mean, that right. that whole thing was set up to control what the population was allowed to hear. Right. I actually, I'm actually glad you, glad you brought up the, uh, the CFRs because you were talking about Brad Pitt. Yes. His, his, I don't know if he's still married or he's, if he's, uh, still with Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie is an actual honorary member of the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations. Yes. I don't I, know if you knew I, that. I did hear that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So you can see that Hollywood has very deep ties with Washington, politically speaking. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just this big, it's just this big giant orgy between all these 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 you know these Hollywood types, Washington, all these politicians. It's just it's just like this. <clears throat> it's 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 basically like a big fraternity slash sorority. That's all it is. Yes, and it's I all to... it's all designed and implemented <clears throat> to propagandize the American people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to work at a club. For extremely wealthy people like billionaires, and just being just being around them, listening to them talk, is a very eye-opening experience. I bet it was very eye-opening. The first person that I saw walk into this one room at this party, I didn't even know who was who who was a member here at the club. The first person that walked in was Warren Buffett. I mean, he was the first person that walked in the door. Now it's kind of like, what's going on here? And I worked there for a few months. And I mean, I just, it just, it was just eye opening how much I, I just like heard how these guys were like running these cities through the laws yeah. and everything, through all these law firms and all these things. They own these cities. Yes. They take out your trash. <laughs> yep. I mean, unfortunately. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, if you ever get a chance. If you ever get a chance, look up Father Coughlin, and you might you might actually want to do like a little uh, talk about it on one of your shows. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, I'd like to kind of put forward more good guys because there's certainly no shortage of bad guys to talk about. But you know, we have to kind of remember there's always been a, a dribble, a, a con constant dribble of good guys who've been in opposition to all of this criminality. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're 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 always these one. They're always like these these one individuals that stand out. Yes, they're just they're very they're very they're just they're not groups of people. It's just usually like the the Lewis T. McFadden's one guy, or Father yes. Coughlin, one person, and then they get and shut even, down. And even Ron Paul was was unique. Yeah, Ron Paul. Yeah, yeah. he was unique. So anyway, okay. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. That was good info. Nice to know. No problem. Okay, thanks for calling in. Okay, we probably have time for one more caller. Um, Marty from Idaho. Marty, are you there? Marty's gone. Okay. How about Fred from Michigan? Is he there? Hey. Hey. 
Uh, speaking of good guys, okay, there's a documentary, I brought it up in the past, How Israel Rules, Barbarians Inside the Gate. How Israel Rules, Barbarians Inside the Gates. In fact, Tom LaCavera Stewart interviewed Brendan O'Connell last November uh, regarding that uh, stellar compendium of data. Um, and also Ellen Sobrowski, U.S. Army War College, Marine Corps Colonel. Yeah. Uh, and Ellen Sobrowski, uh, I thought he did the stellar YouTube presentation, Israel did 9-11 all the proof. Israel did 9-11 all the proof. Um, uh, and then you've got, um, you've got, uh, Brendan O'Connell's stellar documentary entitled, uh, Telpiot, Israel's Secret Weapon. Telpiot, Israel's Secret Weapon. Uh, everything 9-11, uh, everything, uh, that's, uh, 5G, factors, presentation entitled uh, Big Brother Technology Made in Israel for Your Security on YouTube. Yes. Uh, Shaking I My Head production. I haven't seen that. Say that again. This is a YouTube. It is. It's called uh, Big Brother Technology Made in Israel for Your Security. Okay. Uh, Shaking My Head Productions, and what it brings out, among many things, is the fact they cite scientific journals or uh, scientific treatises regarding 5G and the fact that it is a millimeter wave military weapon technology, uh, and it's uh, the Trump phenomena guy in the White House uh he got it banned. It's banned in um, in uh, Palm Beach, Palm Beach County, just like it's banned, prohibited in Israel. Um, and if anyone thinks that the Trump phenomena is a good thing for America, like the uh, the Cuckoo Kufi Christians United for Israel groupies, there's 80 million of them. And I uh, saw this on you. I saw this on YouTube. Okay, uh, we're gonna. I'm, I'm sorry, Fred. I hope you come back next week. We're gonna have to cut it short because we ran out of time. Thanks for that info. Then I wrote down those YouTubes that you recommended. That was great. Well, folks, okay. uh, we'll be back next week. Please stay tuned and, and partake in the imaging prayer we do every Saturday night in our efforts to create the world that we know we deserve and we we want to leave to our our wonderful children and grandchildren good night as a listener of rbn no one understands this concept better than you now it's up to you to do your part the time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month sound impossible 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff almost completely gone. I had a simple occipital neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. We'd like to end tonight's show by reaching up to a higher power, whatever that might mean to you, to assist us in creating the future we all want. Close your eyes as you listen to this beautiful song by Inca Gold called Shout to the Lord, an image families and children enjoying Earth's healthy meadows, forests, oceans, and mountains in perpetuity. Image them laughing, singing, and dancing. Visualize humanity thriving, free from want or fear. Picture the peaceful world we all deserve. Let's joyfully create our future together.
foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction. A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.